Hello, this is Monica Reinagel. Welcome to this week's episode of the Nutrition Diva Podcast. We're talking about blood sugar today, and usually controlling your blood sugar is mostly about cutting down on carbs. But I have a couple of cool tricks that might be able to help you control your blood sugar without eliminating more carbs. It's perfectly normal for your blood sugar to rise after a meal as your body converts the food that you eat into energy. This is known as your postprandial glucose response. But you don't want your blood sugar to rise too high or to take too long to come back down. This is particularly important if you're diabetic, but all of us can benefit from avoiding excessively high blood sugar levels after eating. And this week, I've got a couple of simple hacks that can help you minimize your postprandial glucose levels. Your blood glucose or sugar levels begin to rise within about 10 minutes of beginning a meal, and they reach a peak after one to two hours, and they should return back to baseline within two or three hours. Just how high that peak is and how long it takes for your blood sugar to return to normal depends on several factors, including what and how much you eat, whether you've exercised recently, and how well your body responds to the insulin produced by your pancreas. High postprandial glucose levels can be a warning sign that your body is becoming less responsive to insulin, and that could mean that you're heading toward full-blown type 2 diabetes. If you've already been diagnosed with type 2, it suggests that your diabetes is not being well managed. If you use a blood sugar monitor, you can test your blood sugar two hours after eating to see how you're doing. The American Diabetes Association recommends that your postprandial glucose should be 180 or lower if you have diabetes and 140 or lower if you don't. If your postprandial glucose is high the usual advice is to cut back on your portion sizes, in particular of any breads, grains, potatoes, fruit, baked goods, sweetened beverages, and other foods that are rich in carbohydrates. Now, certainly eating these foods in excessive quantities isn't a good nutrition prescription for anybody. But assuming that the portions are reasonable, there may be a way to keep those post-meal blood sugar levels under control without having to further reduce or eliminate carbohydrate-rich foods. Researchers from Weill Cornell Medical College found that the order in which we consume foods may have a substantial impact on our blood sugar response to that entire meal. In this study, subjects were given the same meal, consisting of chicken, vegetables, salad, bread, and orange juice, on two different occasions. The first time, They ate the high-carbohydrate foods, the bread and the orange juice, first, followed by the chicken and veggies. The second time, they reversed the order and ate the chicken and the vegetables first, followed by bread and orange juice. Now, in the usual nutritional analysis, these two meals would be considered identical. But it appears that even small differences in timing make a big difference. Eating the carbs second had a major impact on blood sugar and insulin levels after the meal. Peak blood sugar levels were about one-third lower, and the total rise in blood sugar was about 75% less when the subjects ate the protein and the vegetables first. Now, there were some limitations to this study. First, 
It was a small study involving only about a dozen subjects. Hopefully, a larger trial to confirm these findings is in the works. Secondly, these particular subjects were all overweight and diabetic. So we can't say for sure from this study whether healthy or even pre-diabetic subjects would respond the same way. My educated guess is that the trend would be similar, but the difference perhaps not quite so dramatic. So what would this mean in terms of meal planning? Perhaps instead of starting breakfast with fruit or juice and then following it with eggs, it might be smarter to start with the eggs and finish with the fruit. Maybe you'd be better off trading that pre-dinner bread basket for a small piece of cake after dinner. And of course, another potential benefit to this strategy is that you might get full before you get to those carbs. And now here's one more hack that may help avoid post-meal blood sugar spikes, especially if your meal contains high glycemic foods like white bread. Researchers from the University of Naples, Italy, found that when subjects ate a meal containing high glycemic carbohydrates, their postprandial glucose levels were about 50% lower when they ate those foods with extra virgin olive oil than when they ate those same foods with either butter or with no fat at all. Now, this was also a small study, and this time it involved type 1 diabetics, but it's consistent with previous studies in both type 1 and type 2 diabetics. Although we tend to focus on carbohydrates when thinking about postprandial glucose, it appears that the type and the amount of fat may also play a significant role in how those carbs affect our blood sugar. Monounsaturated fats, like the ones in olive oil and avocado, they seem to blunt post-meal blood glucose, while saturated fats like those in butter don't. In fact, the saturated fat appeared to delay the speed at which the blood sugar returned to normal after the meal. So if you're going to have that white bread with your meal, save it for the end, and then dip it in a nice olive oil instead of spreading it with butter. Or for a special occasion, you might want to skip the bread and have a piece of olive oil cake for dessert. In the show notes, I have a link to a recipe that you might like to try, along with links to the two studies that I've been talking about today. And you'll find all of that at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have questions or comments about today's show or a suggestion for another show topic, you can post those on our website or on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. I'd love to hear from you. And finally, if you'd like more information about the upcoming 30-day nutrition upgrade, which starts September 14th, head on over to nutritionovereasy.com or just shoot me an email at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.